1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, this week I am sitting in front of a piano. I'm at Lacefield Music in Chesterfield with the owner of this place, Dwayne Hilton. And not only is he the owner of two music stores, he's also an organist for the St. Louis Cardinals. Dwayne, thanks for inviting me over.
0: Thanks for coming, Scott. Um, yeah, look forward to talking with you today.
1: Well, let's start with this place. I saw the word school out front, so it's a music school, and we are surrounded by pianos. So how did you come to own a, a little chain of piano stores?
0: Right, so really, really proud of this. I've been with Lacefield Music for, for 28 years. In fact, we're, we're celebrating our 28th year in business this October 1st, so we're really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, our company, obviously we sell pianos and organs and keyboards. Uh, but we take a lot of pride in also, uh, doing a lot of teaching. We do an adult piano class, uh, which is totally geared towards the hobbyist. But we also have some great, uh, teachers here that, that do teach private lessons that, that are for the Carnegie Hall people that, that really wanna, wanna really study piano. Tell me about your background. When did you learn to play piano
1: and uh, how did it come to be that you ended up owning a a store?
0: I'm from uh, Arcadia Valley, which is about 120 miles south of St. Louis. Started out about seven years old, took lessons and went all the way through high school, and then actually eventually studied piano performance in college. And it wasn't until I came to St. Louis that that the previous owner of Lacefield Music, the founder, Kathy, you probably hear on, on commercials, and when she started this company, I came along, and she's like, hey, how would you like to work here? And and here I am, and 28 years later, and, and now now the owner. It's pretty exciting.
1: It's also pretty exciting you get to play the organ at Cardinals games. What is that
0: like? Yeah, dream job, dream job. I have a love of baseball. I have a love of music, and I played baseball in high school, and just being able to put that together and playing in front of uh, 40,000 people every night, it's uh, quite a thrill as a musician. How did you get that job? Right, so this is my, I'm finishing up my 17th season. Uh, the way I got that job is kind of like Lacefield Music, kind of the right place at the right time. They had just built the stadium uh, in 2006, and, and I got a call from the Cardinals and saying, hey, we're interested in an organ here at Lacefield Music. I said, great. So I brought an organ up to the stadium and played them all sorts of baseball songs, and they ultimately said, okay, we'll take the organ. But we want you to. and here I am, 17 years later. That is wild! What a story! Uh, Yeah. So, what is the art of being
1: an organist at a baseball game?
0: Right, definitely an art, and the biggest art is 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 not really the music. You know, it's not it's not like I'm playing rock 'em on and off up there, and you know, take take a lot of study. It's playing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" and "Charge" and stuff like that. But the trick, the art of it, is truly timing. Um, because of major league baseball rules, you got to watch for whenever the, the pitcher steps on the rubber and the batter steps in the box and just being able to time things and throw things in between pitches that, that really time a phrase to be able to put that together. That's probably the biggest art of it. Although this, this season with pitch mm-hmm. clock, um, it's kind of changed things to where, you know, it's kind of changed my game, but also keeps a, of course, keeps the game moving in a lot, a lot quicker. Where are you? when you're playing so I'm in what's called the the, the scoreboard control room um, I'm going to sit in there with all the video audio guys uh, the, the John Hewlett, who's the PA announcer now, I'm, I'm going to sit uh, in a room with all these guys so, so we can communicate we can talk with each other and what's going on but but well, if you're inside the stadium it's going to be on the the second level really at the Redbird Club behind home plate it's going to be um, it's going to be on the same same level as KMOX.
1: <laughs> well, that's right. You've been doing it for 17 years. I imagine you've got to have a few stories. Can you give me a couple of stories, things that happened that may be unusual at the game or proud of?
0: Very, very proud. Be able to play for World Series, of course, is, is one of the biggest thrills. When David Freeze, of course, game six when he hit um, the home run to take us into Game 7. I remember John Hewlett, we were so excited because we're fans in this room, you know, we're, we're not like the press and all stoic or whatever, uh, we're fans. And I remember when uh, when John Hewlett, as soon as he hit that home run, he jumped on my back. I mean, we were just so excited. But, you know, that's obviously a, a big thrill. I always get a thrill, you know, every opening day, whenever... You see the grass for the first time, and the Clyde sales come around, and I'm playing the organ while on that opening day. It's just that's really the biggest thrill of every year. Do you ever get nervous? With these big moments? I, I can't say I get nervous, but let's just say I get more focused, you know. When I know that it's a World Series or it's or opening day or, you know, things are really, really important, you know. You know, you just kind of channel. If there is nervousness, you know, you just channel it into being hyper-focused and really concentrating on what you're doing and, and hopefully playing the right notes. When
1: well, you mentioned uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game and Charge and all the songs that we know. Are there any songs that you kind of threw in there or every once in a while throw in that are a little not as known or not as common?
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Sometimes whenever I have a batter and, you know, maybe there's a last name that, that, that I can, that makes me think of a song, maybe I'll throw something in uh, during a foul ball or something like that. Uh, of course, uh, pre-game, if you get there early, I'm, I'm usually playing there uh, during or a little bit before the, the, the first pitch ceremonies. And you know, I, I try to play something for everybody. You know, I, I I start from, let's say, songs from the '50s, and I'll throw in some, you know, let's say, Beatles songs from the '60s and '70s. Maybe I'll throw in a Led Zeppelin song or some mm. disco '80s, and I just work all the way up to all the way up to today's music. Even you know, Miley Cyrus's "Flowers" or some or Taylor Swift song, and just kind of throw it out there. Just just so everybody that comes to the ball game, I just try to play something for everybody.
1: So you're constantly adding and amending to the lineup that you have.
0: I am, I am, and and, and luckily, I kind of stay up on on today's music. I've got a, I've got three kids, but my eighteen-year-old uh, daughter keeps me in line on what's the latest TikTok trend or song or whatever, so I can I can learn that song. And I'm
1: guessing you enjoy the "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" seventh inning stretch moment a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's again, it's a thrill to have forty thousand people. I, I know this sounds trite living here in St. Louis, but. But we truly have the best fans in baseball, um, knowledgeable, uh, true fans, and and people who are going to to clap along, cheer along with you. Uh, you play, and they, they they know what to do. And of course, seeing take me out to the ball game to have 40, 45,000 people, uh, you know, seeing that together while you're while you're playing, what a thrill! Now
1: this season has been a bummer. Let's just be honest. So, have
0: you had to kind of Pump up yourself. I mean, sometimes the ballpark's almost empty this year. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt, in the 17 years that I've played, we've been you know hugely spoiled, let's say. But uh, I don't think anybody's satisfied with losing, even if you are, um, if you even if you are losing. But that being said, um, it, it is a bummer of a season. Uh, and it does take a few tricks and, and trying to get the crowd up, even if you're losing, or even if you're having a season like this, or even in the in-game moment, if it's, you know, you're losing eight to one and it's the seventh inning, what do you do to try to get the, try to get the crowd up? But, you know. What do you do? Yeah. You, you know, you just keep, you just keep plugging along and you, and you, you try some different things. I'll, I'll throw in maybe something humorous to try to get somebody to laugh about, you know, something silly about a song. Uh, but again just just kind of being that professional and just kind of kind of getting through and trying to get that crowd up anyway
1: well we did have one great moment this year and that is Adam Wainwright getting his 200th win what was that like for you
0: oh what a thrill that night it was uh yeah that that was the highlight of, of the season uh, Adam Wainwright of course he's a great guy and 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 what a cardinal and what a career right so but to be there that night and and to witness it and to I remember even pumping up the crowd, even though he wasn't pitching to close it out. Uh, they brought in Helsley, but we were, we were so excited and just playing the organ a lot and just hearing that crowd. What a thrill and congratulations to Adam Wainwright on a, on a great career and that 200th win. Dwayne, what is the organ that you play
1: at the stadium?
0: Right, so I play um, what's called the Lowry organ we actually sell them here at Lace Food music along with uh yamaha pianos and digital pianos and keyboards uh but the the lowry organ it's an electronic organ very versatile that's that's really what makes it great for a ballpark because environment because you got to be versatile uh most time when people think of organ they think either church pipe organ or they think roller rinks or that sort of thing um most certainly this organ can do those things but it's much more than that. It, it sounds like a theater organ. It sounds like a piano. It sounds like electric guitar. Um, I, I can put drums in the background of songs to where to where where it sounds. It literally sometimes when, probably when you're coming to a ball game, you don't even realize you're listening to me play because it, it almost sounds. Um, you know with with the drums and the electric guitars it, it doesn't sound like an organ so a lot of times probably I'm playing you don't even realize it's me playing
1: that's pretty cool yeah. do people recognize you when you're out and about
0: <laughs> some people do some people don't some people have no idea some people look at me and be like oh i didn't even realize there was a live organist so it's funny that 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 there is that so yeah yeah so sometimes I'm recognized sometimes I'm not
1: that's funny now what is the the market right now for pianos uh, or the the desire for people to learn piano
0: uh, stronger than ever Scott it's it's amazing uh, and really saw it, it's always been steady through the years but. Even since uh, the uptick of, of, of course, the pandemic and COVID, when things started shutting down, I think really people started focusing on things in the home, things that were important to to themselves. Even if they they wanted to learn how to play the piano as a hobby, or even if if you know for the kids to learn how to play and do something good for themselves. But we really saw we really saw an explosion uh, during the pandemic of people wanting to buy pianos. It's alive and well. Like I said, we. Through the years, we've taught thousands of adults, just even as a hobby. Their dream is to play for their favorite Christmas song, or their dream is to play their favorite pop song, their favorite maybe jazz standard or Broadway song, and be able to, to show people in an easy way, in a quick way, how to, how to play the piano. So how much uh, would it
1: cost me to get a, an actual piano?
0: Okay, so we're going to have new Yamaha pianos, okay, like, like your traditional acoustic piano, starting about five thousand dollars, going on up. Uh, would you believe to two hundred forty-four thousand dollars? So <laughs> it runs, it runs the entire gamut, all the way in between, and we, and we truly carry just about every model of, of Yamaha pianos here. Now, in the digital world, um, they're going to start about five hundred dollars and going on up. So you can get a nice keyboard, um, going all the way from five hundred bucks to, would you believe? $20,000 and everything in between.
1: And what what is the $244,000 piano? <laughs> I'm curious.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's It's brand new for this year for Yamaha. And, and we have it here. If anybody's listening, want to come in and play it and try it out, I want to invite you in. It's in our Chesterfield store. It's a Yamaha CFX. It's brand new for 2023. It's a nine-foot concert grand piano with also a player capability. It's a player piano it's great for learning. It's it, It'll do all sorts of stuff. It'll play concerts along with concerts on your TV. It's just amazing technology, And but yet it's still a concert grand.
1: So, Dwayne, I know you have a big sale coming up, and it's actually happening at the Muni at Forest Park. Is that right?
0: It is. It is. This is really exciting because Laceville Music, you know, we provide Yamaha pianos. They, they use our pianos. We have an opportunity to sell their pianos that they use, but but also a bunch of other pianos. We're going to have used pianos there, new pianos there, and they're all going to be at great institutional pricing. So if you're ever in a market for a piano, keyboard, digital piano, anything like that, this is the sale of the year that you would want to come to. We're going to have probably in the neighborhood of 50 to 80 pianos there, maybe even more, up to 100 pianos uh, for people to choose from. And when is it? October 12th through the 15th. Uh, It is by appointment, so you do need to to call and make an appointment. The phone number is 314-860-2712. Again, that's 314-860-2712. Or you can also go online at muni.org forward slash piano sale. And that will give you information more about the sale and and what's available and all that. And you can make an appointment. Again, muni.org forward slash piano sale.
1: Dwayne, can I get you to play a little bit? Sure.
0: How about this one?
1: Dwayne Hilton, Lacefield Music Center, also the organist for the Cardinals. This has been a pleasure.
0: Thanks a lot, Scott. Um, again, I'm so excited if you're listening, that, that if you come to a Cardinal baseball game, if you happen to, to see me, say hi. Uh, and also come to Lacefield Music and feel free to come and see, see me here at Chesterfield. Thanks.